0: Hey, how's it going? This is Matt here from Silver Fortune. So in this video today, I wanna tackle a topic that I believe is not talked about enough in this space and that is the paper silver markets. Now, I will not be talking about the paper silver markets that probably comes to mind when I first say that. When I say paper silver market or paper gold market, what is the first market that comes to mind? Probably the COMEX. Some people say it, COMEX, whatever. COMEX is usually what comes to mind for most people when I say paper silver markets. And for good reason. There's a ton of paper silver that is traded on the COMEX every day. and In many ways, it is what controls that exchange and, and others, I guess, smaller ones maybe, is what controls the price of paper silver. And, and in many ways, physical silver as well. It really is a physical asset that is traded as, a, or it's controlled by a paper market. It's insanity. Physical asset con- controlled by a paper market. Um, but that's not what I'm talking about today. That is widely covered in the space. The COMEX and, and, and the shenanigans that go on uh, over there. And I even talk about from time to time here on this channel. No, I'm talking about a different paper silver market in this video today. Something that you guys probably have heard of, but again, is not talked about enough. Exchange traded products. Now, if that doesn't ring a bell, the most popular of these, for, for silver at least, is known as the SLV. And, and maybe that does ring a bell, SLV. It's not the only one, but, but it's the most popular of these exchange-traded products. And if you haven't heard of it, how it works is it's an asset that in many ways is traded like a, like an ETF or a um, like a stock. I mean, you can buy a share of Apple, you can buy a share of Tesla, you can buy a share of SLV. And SLV, supposedly, each share is backed by one ounce of physical silver. And so this is a popular investment instrument among many, I guess, individual investors or even institutional investors to get exposure to the price of silver. Basically, this this tracks the LBMA price of silver on a minute-to-minute, day-to-day basis, basically, okay? Okay. Now, I, I know for most of you guys, as soon as I'm talking about a paper asset that is supposedly act backed by a physical asset, a lot of red flags go up, and good, for good reason. I mean, maybe it's in our DNA to just not have a ton of trust in these areas, but but it would almost be like if we had the U.S. government. I'm not talking about U.S. government 100 years ago, 150 years ago, but the U.S. government, along with the Federal Reserve, in its current form, if they were to today issue a silver-backed dollar, okay, they put silver-backed dollars into circulation. This is this is just imaginary here, okay? But let's say it happens, okay? They put these into circulation. All of a sudden, instead of Federal Reserve notes, you have silver certificates in your wallet again. Even the ones in your bank are supposedly backed by silver. How many of you guys, my, my listeners at least, would continue to use those as if they were actually silver? Probably not very many of you. I imagine that, except for some that you might use to pay for bills or whatever, food, whatever, most of that would be traded in pretty quickly at your local bank, your local federal reserve branch, whatever it is, wherever they would put up these exchange sites, the US Treasury, and exchange that for physical silver. There's just not a lot of trust there, especially with our government in today's day and age. And the same thing goes for our markets in today's day and age. So that's kind of what I want to talk about in this video today. SLV and some of these other ones that are out there. There's the Sprout Physical Trust, Physical Silver Trust. Um, there's, you know, maybe a dozen other ones. I don't know exactly how many there are these days. A lot of these uh, are, are much, much smaller, and some are officially, you know, according to their official uh, documents and whatnot, backed by physical silver. Others, maybe not necessarily. You know, I haven't researched every single one of these, um, but you know, for all intents and purposes, a lot of these do claim to have. Physical silver that are, is backing these uh, paper certificates for silver. Okay, now I see two problems arising here. Okay, first of all, the the question has to be asked for something like SLV: Is the physical silver actually there? I mean, it's the same thing on the COMEX, right? just millions and hundreds of millions, billions of ounces of silver traded on a, on a yearly basis, or I don't know the exact volume each year, but it is a ton of silver that is traded, paper silver. Okay. In reality, there's not a whole lot of physical silver on the COMEX, even if you believe they're, they're official numbers. There's not a lot of physical silver on the COMEX compared to the amount of volume being traded. In many ways, it's like it's like a game of musical chairs, where you know instead of twenty people and eighteen chairs, there's like twenty people and and two chairs. You know, once the music stops, who's left holding the physical silver? So right. That's that's kind of what it's like with the COMEX. Um, a little bit different here with the with these exchange traded products, um, mostly because you're dealing with much smaller entities generally speaking, that are investing. Some institutional investors, some individuals, some brokers, whatever it is, that's investing in these, uh, in this specific asset, this SLV or these other um, analogs to that. Um, But also, it's just very unlikely that you're gonna have a large amount of people asking for delivery of this paper silver, okay? Um, so that makes it, in, in my mind at least, it makes it incredibly easy for them to claim that they have a ton of physical silver backing this asset. They can issue a ton of shares, and in reality only have very little physical silver actually backing these these billions of dollars worth of, of shares that are floating around on the marketplace. So let's get let's put some real numbers to this, okay? Because that's what I'm sure many of you guys are asking. Let's put some real numbers to this, okay? Currently, this is, this is at the end of 2017. This is um, according to the Silver Institute, Thomson Reuters, their 2018 World Silver Survey. At the end of 2017, SLV alone claimed to have, um, let's see here, 320.6 million ounces of silver backing their paper product. 320.6 million. So put that in perspective, that's about one third of the yearly production, give or take a couple percentage points. Um, that is, you know, a little bit more than double what JP Morgan Chase uh, claims to hold in, in their COMEX registered holdings or whatever it is that they have in the COMEX. Potentially they have more than that as well. Um, as a whole, if, if you add up all these other. Uh, exchange traded products, these other things that are very similar to SLV, you come up with a number of about 669.8 million ounces. So about two-thirds, roughly, of one year's production. Okay, Quite a bit of silver, long story short, that is held on these accounts. Now, we have to ask ourselves, is that physical silver actually there? I mean, think about it. They could absorb a massive amount of demand for precious metals because people are choosing to buy paper instead of physical, and in reality, only take off a small fraction of that physical silver actually off the market. Okay. So, for example, let's say we have something like the SLV, 320.6 million ounces. What if they only had a tenth of that in physical silver format? I mean, what are the odds? It's like fractional reserve banking. What are the odds that you have more than 10% of the holders of these, of these, um, of these assets of these uh, paper silver certificates basically ask for physical silver and it's not easy by the way first of all you, according to these uh, documents from um from iShares which is uh, actually owned by by um BlackRock you have to first of all be a registered dealer or broker dealer okay to be able to exchange these certificates exchange these shares for physical silver Okay, next, you need to exchange at least one block or multiples of a block of 50,000 shares. Okay, so to put that in perspective, that's not a ton of money, okay? That's about uh, 800,000 at about sixteen dollars an ounce. Not a ton of money, not even a million dollars, okay? However, you know, if you were to do that, 50,000 ounces of silver, no big deal. That is not a lot of silver on, on on the big on the larger scale. So what I'm saying here is it is very easy. I think I think it'd be very easy for these ETFs to only keep a fraction of what they actually need on hand, and the rest they can lend out. They can it can be accounted for otherwise, um, or or they can just fudge their numbers, and it's never gonna really create a problem for them until it does, until people actually demand that physical silver. But but imagine, you know, we have to be in such an environment where, you know, all paper assets are tanking and there is very little trust. We have to be in a system in which there's very little trust, in which you have five percent or ten percent or three percent, whatever the threshold is of these Um, slv owners actually asking for their physical asset okay i mean otherwise i mean in 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 our current environment um it might be just as easy for these investors to go to some other exchange right or some other market or just even to buy off the wholesale market to you know get a couple thousand tens of thousands even a hundred thousand ounces of silver okay that's doable okay but but somebody asking for 30 million ounces off of these you know uh, collectively between all these different uh, institutions or investors or brokers asking for these uh, shares of silver or SLV to be redeemed for silver. It's unlikely. It's it's not a problem for SLV and these other ETFs until it is, okay? Now, the problem with that for you as the investor, do you want to be the one that is caught holding SLV in some sort of a market event where, let's say, the COMEX is... is totally exposed for what it is just a giant paper market that that continues to claim to be trading physical assets right and all of a sudden that spills over to to something like the SLV people get worried is my silver actually there you have a bunch of people submit requests for their silver to be re- SLV to be redeemed for real silver and very few if any of those are actually redeemed now i don't i i will i will gladly claim i will openly claim i do not have evidence for this I'm not accusing iShares or BlackRock of committing fraud and saying that they are lying about their actual silver holdings. I'm just saying it'd be pretty easy for them to do so. And by the way, um, do you, I, I also found this interesting as I was kind of snooping around on some of their um, documents. Uh, do you guys want to take a guess as to who the the custodian um, of uh, these iShares is actually? That, who actually supposedly holds the physical silver to back these these paper ounces? Any guesses? It's it's a big name out there, especially in in the silver business. J P Morgan Chase. It's their London branch that supposedly is the custodian of this silver. So something to keep in mind. Again, I'm I don't have physical evidence to back this up. However, you know there are some things that do make me go hmm. You know could they collect that much silver? Could they accumulate that much silver between SLV and these other ETPs and not cause a massive shortage in the market? We kind of have to ask ourselves that. You know, you can look at the World Silver Survey again, and, and they have some statistics on there as to their, I guess, they call it exchange-traded product inventory build. Basically, how much did they add to their accounts of physical silver, supposedly, um, in the past, and and you know recently, it's not been a whole lot. 2.4 million ounces in 2017, 49.8 in 2016. They actually their their mounts actually went down in 2015. Now, if you go back a little ways, 2008, 2009, 2010, over a hundred million. Ounces added to their vaults during that period of time, and and you might be saying, you know, that type of a build might have been what sent silver so high in 2011. Possibly, you know, the possibility exists. However, we we, we just can't be sure about this type of stuff, you know. Especially, um, you know, seven years later, is is that silver actually in those vaults, and can you, in some sort of a crisis scenario, actually take possession of that? I mean, the the idea of SLV or even all these combined, almost you know 670 million ounces of silver accumulated between all these different uh, ETPs, um, is that conceivable that they could, they could accumulate that much silver and not move the market significantly? Yeah. And like I said, I mean, they could have moved that market back then, uh, you know, prior to 2011. And since then, they haven't been accumulating a lot. Yeah, it's possible. I mean, J.P. Morgan, they, they supposedly accumulated 140 million ounces, right? If you look at actual custodian accounts, uh, where where if you, you know, ask some vault to store your silver in the Cayman Islands or Hong Kong or Singapore or whatever, um, they have been, you know, they've, uh, you know, I could actually find the st- statistic for you here. Um, they've been accumulating a ton of physical silver, right? And it hasn't moved the silver market that much. Uh, Maybe I could find it here for you. Either way, it's much more than what's supposedly held by these ETFs and and all these other, um, let's see here i can find somewhere else. It's much more than what's held by these ETPs that are that are held in these um custodian accounts. So that physical silver very well could be there. Um but again it comes down to a matter of trust. And and even if they do technically have that silver there, um, do you trust that they will be able to deliver that silver in the event that you know the 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 whole markets implode or the economy implodes and everybody's asking for it, right? And furthermore, I mean you as an individual investor probably don't will never have enough uh own enough SOB shares to actually individually redeem it, right? You need to do it through a broker dealer first of all. And second of all, you need to have at least 50,000 shares. Okay? That's that's quite a bit. So it's unlikely. Now, we can't know for sure. But, you know, I I think especially going further back to the kind of some of the supply-demand aspects for um, the the physical silver market, there's a huge deficit. You know, this is something I've talked about in the past here on this channel. I've talked to uh, you know Lewis from from Smile Gold about this, and, and I think Rory from the Daily Coin. I've I've heard him talk about it as well. If you go to the World Silver Survey 2018, um, there's a massive physical deficit over the last 10 years that amounts to, you know, I think if you go another year or two back, I think it's around a billion ounces that it ultimately comes up to. Um, if you go back to 2007, 2006, something like that, it's at least half a billion, right? Uh, basically mining and scrap m- supply, not meeting total physical demand, okay? So that's crazy enough, but but those numbers can be fudged, right? Um, maybe they didn't quite account for all of the physical silver coming onto the market, maybe they overstated demand, whatever, okay? 50 million ounces over the span of 10 years, that's conceivable, but when you add in these exchange um, traded products, inventory build. when you add in SLV and these other ones, adding physical silver to their vaults, it's a massive deficit that I personally don't buy into. I think that those numbers are are wrong, right? Because the deficit is so large. I think it's 2 billion ounces, something like that, that is missing. It has to have come from somewhere. Couldn't have come from governments for the most part because they sold a lot of their silver off well before this huge uh, inventory build, right? Custodian accounts as, as as a whole have been adding to their, to their quantities. And and I have a lot more trust in custodian accounts than I do with these ETPs. They've been adding to their inventory over the last, uh, you know, 10 ish years. Um, it's not coming off the COMEX, right? It, it's not necessarily coming, you know, being funneled straight from these mines at such large quantities. It just doesn't make sense to me. It's not coming from stackers like you and I. Um, over a billion ounces added to their inventory or, or you know, 670 million ounces right now cause currently controlled by these CTBs, which, by the way, were not really a thing, you know, 15 years ago, 20 years ago. I don't buy it. Personally, I, I think there's a huge gap here uh, in, in terms of this deficit, and, and part of me thinks that yes, the physical market is has been in a deficit for the last 10 years, and it's an extremely tight physical market. Um, but I also know that that there's probably some dishonesty going on here, and I think the first thing that I'd look to is is these ETPs like the SLV um not actually owning all of the physical silver that they that they claim they do have. So, you know, I'd love to hear your thoughts this video down below in the comment section. If you like this video, I certainly can do more on this in the future, more detailed analyses of SOV, of some of these other ones, um, and, you know, maybe do some more research and, and maybe try and work on exposing some of this fraud if it actually exists we can't say for sure the data we are given is limited and anybody that says for sure that they know the slv does have that silver or does not have that silver um kind of like with jp morgan i said this when i made a video about them it's unlikely that they would be in in these circles with that type of knowledge right that's far far above our pay grade having that type of knowledge i'm sure there is only a handful of people that actually know that type of information for sure um we can mostly just speculate and, and guess and 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 kind of infer given some of the information uh, but we do have a fair amount of information especially coming from from some of these physical market uh, physical supply and demand um pieces of this of the silver market and given those i think you know i think it tends to point in the direction of SOV and some of these other products not actually having all the silver that they claim they have. So I'd love to hear your thoughts in this video down below in the comment section. As always, thank you guys from the bottom of my heart for watching this video and God bless.